Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein. And this is We Had No Idea. Woohoo! Did you like the music interlude that I provided? Yeah, yeah, that was great. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we come to you from Okinsis, and we acknowledge that we get the privilege of living and producing this show on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Tsutsuna Nations, the Iahe Nakoda Nations, the Métis Nation Region 3, and all people who make their homes in the Treaty 7 region of Southern Alberta. You can find out... Sorry, I needed to breathe deeply. You can find out what native lands you're on by looking at native-land.ca. And we have our third uh, call to action from the Truth and Reconciliation document. Uh, Number three is, uh, you know, it's shorter than the other ones so far. (laughs) Uh, The third call to action is we call upon all levels of government to fully implement Jordan's principle. Uh, Jordan's principle makes... Uh, we'll make sure that all First Nations children living in Canada can access the products, services, and supports that they need when they need them. Um, so funding um, will help a wide range of health, social, and educational needs, um, including the unique needs um, that First Nations uh, people have. Uh, so that is the third call to action. Okay, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Our sources for the show today are History.com, Britannica, Daily Hive, Wow. Um, grunge.com and ChatGPT. Little AI, baby. Yeah. Went back, double-checked everything. It's all accurate. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that actually helped out quite a bit. Yeah, that the the when you use it, it says it's like, it might not be 100% accurate. So double-check your shit. Yeah. So we double-checked our shit and found yeah. more shit, uh, which is, I think, a good way of describing things today as we talk about Victoria Day. Victoria. Um, did you know that that's what I was going to go into? No, and that, that's not. No. Ooh, what a surprise. I thought you were going like the Notorious, like off of one of Biggie's songs. Sing it to me. Notorious. You know? That was it? Yeah, that's the whole song. Oh. Guy's a poet. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like, I should have, I meant to look this up beforehand. It's Victoria Day everywhere, right? In Canada. In Canada, yes. Yeah. They, like, I was like, isn't... everywhere? No. No. No, definitely some places where it's not, and we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, like, and honestly, I was kind of inspired, and one of the reasons why Daily Hive is a, a thing is we had a story this week on like, hey, England doesn't even celebrate Queen Victoria. Why are we mm-hmm. celebrating Queen Victoria? I was like, well, why are we? So I thought I would look. Yeah, nice. That's good thinking. Thank you. Honestly, it's just so that May has a day off, because mm-hmm. June doesn't. No. And we just came off of March, which also doesn't. Yeah. Does March really not have one? Yeah, March doesn't have one. Oh, everyone should have a long weekend. I agree. March and June are the fucking worst. Yeah, absolutely. Now we get one like Ju- July first. So it's I like guess kind of both. Uh, no, no, it's not. No, that's pretty lame. <laughs> so with that, yes, Victoria Day is a Canadian public holiday observed on the Monday preceding May twenty fifth. It commemorates the birthday of Queen Victoria, who was the reigning monarch of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland from 1837 until her death in 1901. B.C. Senator William J. Macdonald tabled a bill to mark the Queen's birthday, May 24th, as a permanent holiday in 1897. It was Queen Victoria's Diamond Jubilee and enthusiasm. I don't know why I said it like that. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. For imperialism had reached an all-time high. However, as with 
many or all monarchs, Queen Victoria was behind some not so awesome things, such as mm. the Indian Rebellion of 1857, also known as the Sepoy Mutiny. It was a major uprising against British rule in India. Critics argue that Victoria's administration mishandled the situation and that her response to the rebellion was severe with widespread reprisals and uh, consol consolidation of power under the British crown in India. This event is seen by some as a turning point in the history of British colonial rule in India and a symbol of oppression. So why did it happen? The British increasingly used a variety of tactics to usurp control. I, I thought that fully said usurp. <laughs> Nope. Different <laughs> podcast. Um, of the Hindu princely states that were under what was called subsidiary alliances with the British. Everywhere, the old Indian aristocracy was being replaced by British officials. One notable British technique was called the Doctrine of Lapse, first thought of by Lord Dalhousie in the late 1840s. It involved the British stopping a Hindu ruler without a natural heir from adopting a successor and, after the ruler died or abdicated, annexing his land. So, ruler doesn't have, like, a, a straight-line um, successor. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't get to name one, we just get to take it now. Pretty shady stuff. I mean, that hardly seems fair. Right. Another serious concern was the increasing pace of westernization by which Hindu society was being affected by the introduction of western ideas. Missionaries were challenging the religious beliefs of... I mean, challenging is... Is a way of putting it. Is yeah. a way of putting what missionaries do. Uh, the religious beliefs of the Hindu... And Victoria had an Indian servant uh, named Abdul, uh, who she treated as an exotic pet. Yeah, that was a oh yeah. when you uh, when you come across that one. Yeah, calling a human an exotic pet. Mm -hmm. How very eighteen hundreds of How her. How very eighteen hundreds monarchy of you. Yes. Queen Victoria's reign coincided with the devastating Great Famine of Ireland, uh, which resulted in mass starvation and death. Critics argue that her response to the famine was inadequate, and her administration's policies exacerbated the suffering of the Irish population. So it was a not-great circumstance, and she handled it poorly. Yeah, a not-great circumstance, and she managed to make it worse. I mean, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> is it her? Mm. Or is it Maybelline? <laughs> Some criticize her perceived lack of empathy and responsiveness during uh, this humanitarian crisis. And by some, I think we mean all. Yeah. Most. Most. At the very least, most. Mm -hmm. The queen did make a token gesture. She donated 2,000 pounds to aid victims of the famine. But it did more harm than good. Royal protocol dictated... Royal protocol. Royal protocol. Royal protocol dictated no one could appear more generous than the queen. When the Sultan of Turkey offered 10,000 pounds or nearly $2 million in today's coin, he was told to reduce it to below 2,000 pounds so as not to offend her majesty. Hmm. Why wouldn't she just up hers? Well, because she's cheap, you see, and didn't, <laughs> didn't want to give more. She's being, a she's being a fuck is what we're saying. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Historian Christine Keneally explained, There is no evidence that Queen Victoria had any real compassion for the Irish people in any way. In her very long reign, she only visited Ireland four times, and one of those times was in 1849 when the famine was still raging but coming to an end, and she didn't do anything. So, 
That's why she didn't donate more than 2,000 pounds, because she didn't want to. Because she did not care to. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, Here on this side of things, Queen Victoria... Okay. Can we just talk about, though, the fact that donating money to aid victims of a place that you rule? Right. Like that... Mm -hmm. You're the one who rules it. Right. So you could just, you know... Fix it. Yeah. Lead. Mm-hmm. Rule. Yeah. It's kind of like governments over here saying, oh, wow, you should donate to food banks. But I digress. Absolutely it is. Queen Victoria did play a role in the history of Canada. During her reign, Canada went through significant changes and milestones that contributed to its development as a nation. One of the most notable events uh, associated with Queen Victoria and Canada is the Confederation of Canada in 1867. 1867. No, it doesn't sound quite right. Nope. It's not 1776. New Brunswick. The New Brunswick. Con- <laughs> the Confederation, also known <laughs> as the British North America Act. <laughs> Sorry, were you laughing at my joke or something else? I was, honestly, I started rewriting the 1776 song mm. in my head to be 1867, and it was going like, excuse me, are you Wilfred Laurier, sir? <laughs> <laughs> it was turning out bad. Yeah. Um, the, the important thing is that I stopped things to let you get that out. And Absolutely. That's, that's what's important. You know uh, I can't move on from an right. idea. Um, no, no, that one was my fault. The Confederation Act, also <laughs> known as the British North America Act, united several British colonies, which is quite a way of putting it, including <laughs> Canada East, now Quebec, Canada West, now Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> a good old Western Canadian place. Yeah, Western Canadian <laughs> province of Ontario. New Brunswick and Nova Scotia into a single dominion, no, I said that right. Of Canada. Dominion, yeah. Dominion. Dominion. Like, <laughs> like, like it's a little yellow guy with yeah. a couple of pairs of glasses on. <laughs> May as well have been. Queen Victoria granted royal assent to the act, making Canada a self-governing dominion, see, within mm. the British Empire. Hmm. Over time, Victoria Day evolved into a day to honor the reigning monarch of the British Empire and later the British Commonwealth. After Queen Victoria's death, the holiday continued as a way to celebrate the reigning monarch's birthday, and it remains as such to this day. Happy birthday, Charles, I fucking suppose. (laughs) In recent years, it has also become associated with the celebration of the long weekend, marking the unofficial start of the summer season in Canada. And you know what? Like 10 minutes ago, it it hailed. So it's certainly a summer in Canada. Um, some places like the, the Blue Jays have an event, uh, for this long week or had, I guess, an event for the long weekend. Um, and they're just calling it May 2-4. I think that's kind of... That's more Canadian than anything I've ever heard. Right. That's more what I associate this weekend now. Camping uh, and drinking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So May, May 2-4 is more what I call this one than Queen Victoria or Victoria Day. I, I just called the long, like May, May long. long. It's yeah. just May long. Yeah. Queen Victoria presided over the British Empire during a time of extensive colonization and imperial expansion. Ew. Mm -hmm. Critics argue that her reign embodied the oppressive nature of British colonial rule. Um, Wow. I would love to see that come up as like on a... um, like a personality quiz. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, your personality embodies, mm, it's giving the oppressive nature of the British colonial rule, <laughs> uh, which includes the exploitation of resources, forced cultural assimilation, and the suppression of indigenous peoples. 
The effects of colonialism and Victoria's role in it are still debated today, with some viewing her as a symbol of imperial power and others emphasizing her personal disapproval of certain colonial practices. Do as I say, not as I do. It's funny that it's like, basically that was, with some viewing her as a symbol of imperial power and others viewing her as a symbol of imperial power. (laughs) Viewing her as the face of imperial power versus... The imperial power. Yeah. You see the difference. Mm-hmm. Queen Victoria's role in the Confederation of Canada is often seen as a symbol of Canadian nationhood and establishment of a distinct Canadian identity. At its, uh, at its peak, the empire included over 13 million square miles of territory and a quarter of the world's population. It's hurtful that that's put in in miles. Yeah. It's absolutely disrespectful right. <laughs> to me personally. Yes. I don't fucking know what a mile is. Yeah. But. Britain's put. Do you want me to look it up? I want you to look it up, but I'm going to go ahead and say before I have the answer, 13 million square miles, I guess is 19 million square kilometers. Just a sec. My keyboard needed to connect. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 million, it said? Mm-hmm. Is... Oh, why do they put commas in there? What monster does that? Uh, 33, essentially 33, 34 million square kilometers. No way. Meh. That's what Google says. From 13 million? To 33 million. How is I so off? I don't know. How big is a mile? A square mile. <gasps> that's probably what my mistake was. Probably. Those squares. That's, one, that's what my mistake one is square mile. Sure. One square mile is two and a half square kilometers. Okay, yeah. I was doing 1.6. Oh, yeah. Mm. That'll get you. That'll well, get you. shit. Okay, now I'm going to be a jerk. Is it just 1.6 miles to kilometers or is it the same conversion the whole time? Oh, no. It's 1.6. You're right. Um, All right. Okay. Um, anyway... <laughs> Britain's policy of colonialism did untold damage. The conversation... (laughs) Where? (laughs) Yeah. The conversation reports that Abdul's fellow countrymen and women suffered terribly. Uh, In the years 1876 to 1879 and 1896 to 1902, 12 to 30 million Indians died from starvation. Yeah. So not great. Also, wide range... Of, uh, yeah, it's either 12 or literally double that and then some. Yeah. Two and a half times that, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. So somewhere in, you know, the 12 to 30 million range. It's a big range, but um, all of it horrific. That's like the difference between 13 million square miles and and 30 million square kilometers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Very different. Mm -hmm. But the difference of that should not overstate how fucking atrocious that is. Absolutely. Like they're going in there trying to change everything using just like absolutely shithead tactics to um, like take more land away from them and then also starving them to death. Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep all this land that you grew your food on. Yeah. Bye. While Canada's relationship with the British monarch, sorry, has evolved and the country has become more independent, Victoria Day continues to be observed as a way to acknowledge Canada's historical ties to the British crown and its constitutional monarchy. It serves as a reminder of the nation's history and the role that Queen Victoria played in the shaping of Canada, again, in the shaping of Canada and in the shaping of Canada, um, as a unified and self-governing country. I 100% meant to take that out, but we're rolling, so let's just keep going. Queen Victoria's reign is often associated with the Victorian era. Shocking. 
Known for its strict moral codes and limitations on women's rights. Oh, we're Excellent. getting... We're, we're now into the... By the way, here's other shitty weird things that she was uh, associated with. Okay, great. Well, we love women supporting women here, so... Well... Queen Victoria... I'm glad a, you're dead. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we never had to meet... Yeah. Uh, while Victoria yeah, herself... Because her being dead is the reason you didn't meet her. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> While Victoria herself was a powerful female ruler, she held conservative views on gender roles and resisted certain feminist movements. Critics argue that her reign perpetrated gender inequalities and stifled progress on women's rights. All right. Um, if you don't mind, yeah. I want the rest of this. You want the, the whole rest of the thing? Yeah. And then you can just react. Okay, sure. Queen Victoria's relationship with her husband, who is also her cousin, mm-hmm. Prince Albert, is a subject of controversy. Great start. Yeah. Uh, some critics argue that Albert exerted significant influence over, again, his cousin wife and her decisions, <laughs> potentially undermining her autonomy as a monarch. Mm, How very Potentially. Uh, yeah. However, others argue that Victoria and Albert had a strong partnership as they were both cousins and married. And that Albert's <laughs> influence... each other. Yeah. Uh, and Albert's influence was positive, particularly in areas such as education and the arts. She also, this was kind of a, oh, I didn't know this. She also helped shape pop culture. It was Victoria who started the trend of a bride wearing white on her wedding day, specifically to her cousin, and a (laughs) widow wearing all black in mourning. Albert and Victoria also made decorating Christmas Christmas trees customary. I feel really proud that I didn't wear a white wedding dress now. There you go. This is my favorite. (laughs) This is my favorite one. Okay. There is also a theory that Victoria's grandson, Prince Albert Victor, named again after her husband and husband, was Jack the Ripper. Oh. Eddie, as he was affectionately known, which I don't know how you get out of Prince Albert Victor, but whatever, was rumored to have contracted syphilis from a prostitute in the West Indies. Living in an age before penicillin was a bad time to be sexually irresponsible, and STDs were rife, and there was no easy cure. The story goes, as syphilis began to rot Eddie's brain, the playboy prince, as he was actually nicknamed, began taking his revenge by killing ladies of the night in London's East End. All that's interesting reports there's another theory suggesting that Eddie secretly impregnated and married a common Catholic girl from Whitechapel who was friends with the Ripper's victims. Oh. So we're tying things together now. Holy shit. Right? Uh, In 2013, a group of prominent Canadians, including award-winning author Margaret Atwood, Green Party leader Elizabeth May, and Acting icon Gordon Pinsent signed an online petition calling on the Prime Minister, Stephen Harper at the time, to rename the public holiday Victoria and First People's Holiday, or Day, sorry. The campaign didn't gain much traction, getting only 1,500 signatures, we already told you four of them, and the Hmm. website was taken down. Hmm. So all of that is why Queen Victoria is celebrated and also sucks. Wow. Uh, just for the record, I asked ChatGPT for their sources. They don't give out actual websites. They give out books. Uh, so one is Defining the Victorian Nation, Class, Race, Gender, and the British Reform Act of 1867 by Catherine Hall, Keith McClelland, and Jane Rendall. Also, Ornament- Ornamentalism. Ornamentalism, yeah. yeah. How the British Saw Their Empire by David Canadine. Uh, Thomas Metcalfe's The Aftermath of Revolt, India, 1857 to 1870. Christine Keneal- Keneally? Uh, the Great Calamity, The Irish Famine, 1845 to 1852. And Matthew Sweet's Inventing the Victorians. Hmm. 
So. Thank you, ChatGPT. Yeah. I would not have had time to read any of those books. No. I, I've had a lot of time and have read none of them. Um, so <laughs> hopefully, I'm, I'm sure they're wonderful. But yeah. Um, so. Wow. You know what? I really much prefer to just think of this as um, May Long. Yeah. May 2-4. And the time for me to start planning things indoors. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a day to celebrate not being married to your cousin. I mean, you haven't taken a DNA test. Oh, stop. Could we be? No. <laughs> no Literally no. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, not a great person, seems like. I mean, I, this is the second monarchy or person in the monarch that we have discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like they're definitely just figureheads. Yeah. Um, there is no real like power that comes with being a monarch. I think even back in their times, it doesn't seem like it. Um, it's literally just a face to be like, hello, we are here now. Um, and look how fancy we are. And like, you want to be like us. I know you do. Look at all my jewels that I took from yeah. India. Um, and other places. <laughs> um, so it's really just the British army going around, taking things that are not theirs. And then, uh, a pretty lady coming by after and being like, hello, peasants. <laughs> like, that's the monarchy to me. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I do think at in her time, there was more power to it. Like, I, I think do think so. she, I do think, like, some of the stuff in here, like the, the Indian rebellion, um, all of the awful things happening here, and uh, the, the famine in Ireland, I think she directly had a, like, I think she directly had a hand in. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, you had the power to stop it. That's like fair. if if she had say, hey, could you guys fucking cut it out with the stuff in India? Then right, like they would have discuss a plan to like ship food around or right perhaps not take away crops. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's thunder, not an airplane. Sweet. Um. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like. All right. No, that's a fair point. That's a yeah. fair point that there was more power, and I'm I'm kind of just thinking about the now of a monarchy. Yeah. No, so, that's fair. Um. I mean. Great. She had more power than I give her credit for, and she did not use it well. Yep. So, happy May Long to you. Yes. Happy May Long to me. Right. Um, happy May Long to everybody in Canada. Except who, for Queen Victoria. Who got this day off. I <laughs> hope that you used it well. Right. I used it by maybe finding out the real identity of Jack the Ripper, so I feel like it was a productive day. Eddie, you goddamn. Eddie. You Prince Albert Victor. Prince Albert Victor Eddie. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so we didn't really say this at the top, but thank you, thank you, thank you again. Yeah. We, we know these come out not so regularly. Yeah. We are going to fix that, I think, right away. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, so next week we are doing uh, redoing our first episode, mm-hmm. World War Two. It's coming. Um, we decided, hey, it's our first episode. We kind of, like, in this most recent hiatus, blew past our two-year anniversary yeah, of see. doing this show. Um, so we thought, you know what? Let's, let's go back over because we are, like, we were brand new baby podcasters at that time. Oh, editing that first one? That, yeah. I literally have nightmares about it. Yeah. It just took me so long. I had so many ums. Mm-hmm. And I still have a lot of ums. It's yeah, and now we just don't word. care. But now I'm like, um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, everyone listening probably knows that there's a lot. They're and like, shut I, up, we know. I, I say um way too much, but. Um, you're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I know. But yeah, so we are uh, going back over one of the, the biggest moments in history, World mm-hmm. War Two. Moments is, putting it lightly, lasted a long time. But yeah. we are going back over it, uh, realizing how awful we were at taking our notes at that time, yeah. uh, but having some fun along the way, relearning about meth horses. So, um... <laughs> Do you know that? No, I guess I don't know that. Right? The Nazis were on meth on horses. Mm-hmm. So. They were like, horse girls. Odds are. It's like Queen, um, the one that just died, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, there you go. Queen, the one that just Victoria. died. Victoria. <laughs> well, she, we don't know. And she wasn't a horse girl. She just was too busy taking food away. I mean, she she, she had what she considered a pet, but it wasn't a horse. Yeah. Um, the monarchy is very much horse girl energy to me. Oh, 100%. And honestly, like a lot of people that like the monarchy and they're like, oh my God, I love the queen. They give me horse girl energy. Mm-hmm. All, well, all straight up. That's very fair. Nee. So thank you for downloading. <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, please remember rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. I, yeah. pr- I promise these are going to come out more regularly. If you would like to email us, you certainly can. We had no idea podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to follow us on Instagram, you also sure can do that. Uh, we had no idea podcast on Instagram. So thank you all again. And we will talk to you next week. I promise. Bye. Oh, right. That's me. Yeah. Sorry.